CTV's W5 with Avery Haynes. In the face of the worst assault that a Western nation has seen since World War II, amid the destruction and death, there are amazing voices who capture the best of the human spirit. Molly Thomas now with the story of a Canadian from Saskatoon living in Kyiv, an inspiration in the face of adversity. It was so terrible sound. I was over there, over there, and they all running uh, into the shelter. As the fighting across Ukraine intensifies, Russia has one major target in its sights, the Ukrainian capital, Kyiv. As a massive convoy of Russian troops bear down on the city, thousands have fled. But among the brave who remain, Lana Nicole Nyland, born and raised in Saskatoon. She's ethnically Ukrainian, and it was her love of cultural dancing that brought her here as a teacher. But now it's simply her love for her ancestral homeland that's convinced her to stay. What is it like being in Kyiv right now? You know, you go through the days and you do what you can, you do the things that you can control and have control over. But other than that, you have to let it go really, because I, I don't know what's going to happen in the next hour or the next 12 hours. Where we were running out of petrol last week on Thursday and Friday, and now there's basically no petrol left in Kiev in the city. The same thing is now happening with the food and water. So this is going to become a humanitarian crisis quite quickly. And this is also something I'm working on trying to alleviate. Traffic is just at a standstill. When it's safe to go outside, Lana has been busy scouring grocery shelves for food and water, delivering what supplies she can to those unable to leave their homes. She has also rescued pets from friends and neighbors who fled for their safety. And she's trying to keep morale up online. Hello, lovely people. Hope you're all doing well tonight. Sharing stories of strength and resilience through Facebook posts. While Europe, the continent of Europe, can sleep peacefully in their beds, we are fighting on the ground for our lives. We have no way to repel this attack other than with help from the international community. What is the goal and the purpose of your Facebook posts? The reason I went on Facebook the first time was on the Thursday. I woke up to uh, a barrage of uh, messages. People very worried, panicked, you know, saying you need to come home. You need to be here. You need to be out of Ukraine. So the first post was just to let people know that I was okay, first of all, and then also to request that they stop sending me these messages because I am home. And it also gives me a voice a little bit to talk about things that are, that are a little bit taboo. One of which, for example, is uh, the fact that Russia actually isn't our problem. They're not our enemy. It's their ruler. It's their dictator. 
it's the person who's in power that's the problem. I noticed that you sign off uh, from your Facebook posts with a message, the same message every night. We live to fight another day. It's a good day. Slava Ukraine. Slava Nazi. Light and love to all. So glory to Ukraine, glory to the nation, and then love and light. The love and light is what I hope that we share and spread as, as a people, as we interact with each other, because that's what we need. We don't need the darkness. We don't need the panic or the fear. It doesn't do anything. And actually it rips us apart. And this is really important for the people that I reach actually as well, because they support and boy us here. Their support is felt here, it's tangible. And when we understand that there are people in Saskatoon, Toronto, Paris, Melbourne, you know, Berlin, hundreds of thousands of people gathering in support of what we're doing, that's amazing. You are Canadian, Lana, but you're choosing to stay put. I mean, it's very, it's very brave. Oh, I don't think it's brave. I see things differently here since I left Canada. My life is different. My perspective is very different. I take for granted very little anymore, if anything. I'm so grateful for every day. And I think that that's something that we lose sight of in first world countries, uh, where we don't have to worry about where our next meal is coming from, or whether we'll have a roof over our head, or if there's bullets you know, flying at us. Have those bullets, I mean, has the shelling been close to you? Yes. I won't lie, the Friday night, Friday into Saturday morning, that was a tough evening. Um, they were very close to my home. You have so much family in Saskatoon, right? Friends, people that love you there. I mean, what do they say to you? I mean, on the other side of the world. I know they're worried and I try to let them know that, you know, whatever happens, it's gonna be okay. And, you know, life will go on. And I don't believe that I, won't be walking out of here. I absolutely believe that, you know, that this is going to come to a positive end. It's not going to be easy. There is going to be some difficulty and it's gonna be messy, definitely. Lana, everyday citizens are mobilizing. I mean, they're, they're making Molotov cocktails. They've armed themselves against Russia. What does that tell you about Ukrainian people? That they're awesome, that they're so strong that they believe so deeply in this nation and this culture and this history that nothing will stop them, nothing. Not a column of 60 kilometer long soldiers and, and armament. There's a few that may not be here tomorrow, but that's not going to stop the nation as a whole. Do you worry about Russian occupation? Here? No, and there's no way that Putin will occupy this land. He'll have to kill us all first. That's terrifying to hear you say. But what's the alternative? We all run, you, you run from the bully just because he's a bit scary. What does that tell him that he can continue to terrorize the neighborhood? At some point, he needs to be stopped. 
Lana says she is staying put and waiting for the day she can dance in Kyiv again. You've been listening to CTV's W5 with Avery Haynes.